Hello, brothers and sisters in Christ, and welcome back to another episode of Bell's Beatifics. This is actually going to be the last episode of the season, with season two coming out later this week, which we're doing a little differently, and I'm really excited about that. But anyway, I'm going to start off this episode with a little story, one my mom still jokes about today. When I was in kindergarten, I found reading very difficult. One day, when I was doing reading homework with my mom, I got so frustrated, I was so over it, that unbeknownst to me at the time, uttered what is now one of my most famous quotes. Reading when you don't know how to read, not fun. The fact is, if someone had handed me, or most any other five-year-old at that point in time, a Harry Potter book, it would have been impossible for me to read it fluently without any help. Maybe a more relatable instance would be someone telling you to read a 600-page novel that's written in Chinese. But what if you were able to read it? All throughout the Gospel, Jesus is seen healing the hurting, giving sight to the blind, letting the deaf hear and the paralyzed walk, and I feel that when reading of these instances, We tend to focus on the fact that what Jesus is doing is impossible, but we don't notice that what the person is doing should be impossible. What I mean by that is, time and time again, we see Jesus asking people to do the impossible because he will make it possible. For example, in Mark chapter 2, a paralyzed man is lowered from the roof by his friends into a building to be healed by Jesus. Mark chapter 2, verses 3 through 12. Some men came, bringing to him a paralyzed man carried by the four of them. Since they could not get to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it and then lowered the mat the man was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, Son, your sins are forgiven. Now some of the teachers of the law were sitting there, thinking to themselves, Why does this fellow talk like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Immediately Jesus knew in his spirit that this was what they were thinking in their hearts. And he said to them, Why are you thinking these things? Which is easier, to say to this paralyzed man, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Get up, take your mat, and walk. But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the man, I tell you, Get up, take your mat, and go home. He got up, took his mat, and walked out in the full view of them all. This uh, this amazed everyone, and they praised God, saying, "We we have never seen anything like this. Just for a second, place yourself in this man's shoes. If you go to a man who you hear can heal anyone of anything, and his treatment for you is to get up, take your mat, and go home? I'm sorry, but I might have been like, um, Jesus, I think we're missing a step here. You see, I can't walk, and that's why I came to you. But no, this man had faith. He knew that it was impossible for him to stand up on his own, but he had faith that, with Jesus, the impossible things can become possible. Another example of healing faith 
can be seen in Luke 6, 6 6-10. On another Sabbath, he went into the synagogue and was teaching, and a man was there whose right hand was shriveled. The Pharisees and the teachers of the law were looking for a reason to accuse Jesus, so they watched him closely to see if he would heal on the Sabbath. But Jesus knew what they were thinking and said to the man with the shriveled hand, Get up and stand in front of everyone. So he got up and stood there. Then Jesus said to him, I ask you, which is lawful on the Sabbath, to do good or to do evil, to save life or to destroy it? He looked around at them all and then said to the man, Stretch out your hand. He did so, and his hand was completely restored. Jesus asked the impossible of this man, but his faith healed him. Now, this episode would be hours and hours long if I listed all of the incidences in which faith healed someone in the Bible. Jesus sometimes even explicitly states, your faith has healed you, in verses like Mark chapter 5, verse 35, and Mark chapter 10, verse 52, to name a few. But let's take a moment to look at how faith can heal us today. The first application I have for you is to have faith that God knows what he is doing. His thoughts are not our thoughts, and his ways are not our ways, for he is perfect and he has a plan for you. Every little thing that happens in your daily life is all a part of his plan. So be glad that God is in control of your life because he can do it better than anyone else. Second of all, have faith that God hears you. He knows your prayers before you do and he will answer them in his own time and in his own way. Finally, have faith that God loves you. I know it sounds like the most Sunday school thing ever, but if you believe that, truly believe that, you will find your worries slipping away as you hand over the steering wheel to Christ. I challenge you to apply these in your daily life for the next week. Just see the changes in your life as God works through the faith that you put in him. Before I close out this episode today, I would just like to read one more scripture about faith that comes from Mark 11. Mark 11, verse 22 through 24. Have faith in God, Jesus answered. Truly I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt, in their heart, but believes that what they say will happen, it will be done for them. Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. God bless you.